Yo, 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 I'm black as hell. No. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Dave Destruction here again on the final day of the month of July, which to me is flown. It has flown real fast. I mean, I don't know where it went. I feel like just yesterday I was doing, what the hell did I do for the 4th of July? I guess it was that unmemorable. <laughs> I don't know. What they, oh, I went to a barbecue. Okay, yeah, like everybody else in this world. What's going on, everybody? Another edition of Thursday Night Destruction. Tonight's going to be fun. Last week was a little more on the serious side. I had my buddy Neem on um, describing his, his ways of doing his uh, movies and movie making and his new films, Repentance and Home Invasion and all that good stuff. So we had him on. It is officially the highest downloaded. I mean, it's not done yet, obviously. You could download any of these things on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, I think, and ProWrestlingPowerhouse.com and all that good stuff um, to download. But, yeah, last week we had a bunch of call-in guests that didn't even want to talk to me, which kind of sucked because they called in and like, Hi, I'm an inspiring actress, and um, Neem, can you hook me up with a job? Like, all right, I get it. It was, a, hey, it was a good idea on my part to bring him on. It was the easiest show I ever done because I didn't have to do anything. I just sat there and was just like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm a writer, uh-huh, okay, good. So, so that was that. Um, so this week, yes, we have awesome, awesome guests lined up. And it's uh, J, uh, John Redbeard and Mike Mitchell, M3. They both combined as the Exer guys. And I'm going to find out how this all came about. Uh, what they're doing lately, how they're enjoying their summer, what, what's going on in the future, you know, of that tag team, because I know they're, they're branching out and they're all over the place now, so kudos to them. They'll be calling in around 8.30. Um, other than that, well, first and foremost, a shout-out to the sponsor of tonight's show, which didn't pay me anything to say this, but I figure I'd give them a shout-out anyway, and that is, let's see here, the True Salon and Spa of Branchburg, New Jersey. My girl, Mayor Mimi, over there running, running shit um, as I start. Hopefully you were allowed to hear cursing. Um, one of the most dedicated gym rat heads, girl, this chick is awesome. Very good friend of mine. Um, so, yeah, there's your little plug, hon. So uh, going forward, rehab, doctor, all that good stuff. I, I met up with the doctor this week. Awesome news. Said I was ahead of schedule which is great. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm feeling better by the day. Uh, I tell you what, the only time it really, really, really hurts is like when I first wake up in the morning and I, you know, the two feet hit the floor and I'm just like, oh shit, it's going to be a bad day. And then I start walking a little bit, get the blood flowing. Um, today, as a matter of fact, I hit the gym quite early. So I was, uh, the blood was flowing early and then I was able to get to PT and therapy has been unbelievable. I can't thank, um, you know, that that team, uh, my friend Sean and the whole team, uh, from anywhere from Gracie to, to a bunch of other awesome staff members um, with that, hey, rehab is going tremendous. I mean, they got me doing a lot of weird shit. I mean, I did the, I don't do squats on the regular, clearly. Damien Gibbs is going to listen to this and say, no, no shit. So I did uh, wall squats today with a ball, like, on the lower of my back, plus a ball between my legs, besides the two I already have. And it was just, it was awkward, but I did it. And until I started hearing like this clicking sound, I said, okay, I'm done. I'm done. No more of this shit. So yeah, man, still going three days a week, go one more day tomorrow. And then I'm taking my talents down to Atlantic city for the first time in shit over a year. Right. I can't even, I don't even know. Last time I went, I know I lost a lot of money. 
And I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. Dave, is it really necessary for you to go down to Atlantic City when you're searching for a job? (laughs) Hey, hey, listen, the day I lost my job, I bought my new truck. So clearly, I'm, hey, YOLO, right, as they say on the streets? Um, Yeah, so (laughs) that's that's that. So doing great with that. The job search is, eh, right now, I can't really, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's, it, I thought it was on the right path, and, you know, things happen. You know, I'll just have to keep boosting the resume and sending it out and basically starting all over, um, you know, and I don't have a problem with that. I, I've proved a lot of people wrong. I, I proved myself wrong over the last couple of years that I was capable of doing more than, you know, what I was able to do. So I will get a job eventually. So for now, I'll keep doing what I'm doing and, and try to work harder and get this knee right so I can get a job anywhere as opposed to just in my field or I can go back to a warehouse and lift stuff and, you know, do the stuff that makes me happy. So with that being said, I went to the movies today, okay, saw Hercules. My God, that movie, uh, it's the best thing I've heard seen since 300. And when 300 came out, I was blown away. Uh, he, the Rock could kick the shit out of Gerard Butler. I don't give a shit. Hercules, one-on-one with, uh, I almost said John Laurinaitis, King Leon, what the hell is his name? I don't even know. But uh, those two, yeah, The Rock would whip that ass. The Rock looked like an animal in this movie. And I've been doing his workouts. And let me tell you, when I walk out of that gym, my shirt's drenched as if I just fell in a pool. Um, it, it, there's intense, man. A lot of, it's a high rep. A lot of, not that heavy of the weights. I know, obviously, he probably, I mean, if you saw the movie, you know he's moving boulders. So, um, yeah, so I see where I already got callers. Man, come on, give it give it a rest. I, I, JP, I know you're holding on and hanging out while I do this little spiel. Uh, I'm not sure the 421 number. Uh, again, I should probably start writing this shit down. Um, I'll put it in my cell phone just to see if I actually have it, which I probably don't. I'm going to. No, no, Bam. No, see, I don't have it. So I don't know you. So I'll uh, talk to you later. Anyway, um, yeah, so Hercules, awesome. Another amazing flick that you need to check out. Go on demand if you have Comcast. Go on Netflix. I'm sure it'll be there immediately. Sharknado 2, the second one. <laughs> okay. So bad that it's good. Okay. It is by far the biggest piece of shit film that you could possibly put together and it was so bad that it was just it was captivating and i sat there and i watched it like a douche and i'm sitting there like oh this is awesome look at tara reed she's got no hand now and her acting sucks and then steve from 90210 was saving the world and then i saw the the real news guys are on it like the the fox news i think they're fox uh they're you know they're like oh the shark winds are heading north like what the what am i watching oh man what a fantastic terrible terrible movie so anyway, going forward on that, uh, you know, it's funny. Right before I signed on to do this tonight, I watched a match back and uh, what you call? I watched a match back that Too Hot Steve Scott posted today. It's just Throwback Thursday. I can't. Sometimes I can't fathom how how worlds collide. Like I was in a match. It was four on four, and it was uh, me. Uh, here's my team: me, the ECW Zombie. Gary Wolf, the Pitbull guy and, uh, from ECW, and Delmonico the Destroyer. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, so who's the most talented out of all four of those guys? I mean, let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> but my opponents were great. 
Christopher Michaels, yeah, he's all right, I guess. Every time I see him, he's, he's drunk, I think. Or he likes to drink. I don't know. But obviously, Steve Scott and Matt McIntosh and my, one of my good buddies, Bobby Wayward. It was just a big cluster. I don't know how you enjoy that match, but it, it was fun. PWS news today. Uh, easy, easy, easily the biggest news on the pro wrestling circuit. All uh, organizations. We have pulled in DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, for 1031. Now, if, you haven't, if you're not aware of what's on 1031 thus far, you're just not paying attention. The Halloween night show is going to be insane, okay? You got Harlem Heat, Booker T, and uh, Stevie Ray, Larry Johnson, Abyss, Dick Warlock, who is the original uh, Michael Myers from the, from the Halloween movies. Like, are you kidding me? Which is nuts because we're, we're promoting a lot. And, and I listened to uh, the Two and a Half Wrestlers podcast the other day, and I, I know Pat also said, you know, you can't promote too much because September hasn't happened yet. So, like, a lot of things have to happen in September for it order to go to October. But September, obviously, is stacked. Quick rundown of the lineup on that one. Uh, obviously, the guest commissioner is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Like, right away, boom, price of admission. It's paid for already by just seeing this legend, this Hall of Famer. I'm excited to meet him. Um, the 30 entrant on the spot title shot. I was in the last one and they're fun. They're hectic, but there's a big prize, man. If you win that rumble, that gives you a guaranteed title shot whenever you want. So, and I know a lot of people are asking, I have literally, I swear to anything about this. I've gotten about six or seven little messages on the, on the old Facebook saying, are you in it? Are you in it? Are you in it? Like guys, I, I can barely walk. <laughs> like, how do you want me to get back in this thing so fast? You know, I talked to Mo uh, Bokara, the champion, last week, and he said, you really can't rush this stuff, you know, and you really can't because I got a lot of stuff I got to work on first. And, uh, again, I told this a million times. I said, you know, this is not, um, you know, you're not handed anything. So once I do feel confident enough to get back into the ring, I got to train. I got to reteach myself. You know, you do lose this stuff. And I'm not doing cardio a lot, you know, during this whole rehab thing. I'm doing the bike. I guess that's cardio. But ring wind? Are you kidding me? I'm going to get in there and be winded within the first five seconds, you know? So it's, it's, a, it's a long process. But anyway, PWS Championship match. Luke Hawks comes back into PWS to challenge the champion, I just, as I just said, Mario Bacara. Tag team title match. This is nuts. The Impact players, Lance Storm, Just Incredible versus the champions of the Reynolds brothers. Unreal. The Suicidal Six-Way title, back on the line. Habib from the car wash. Yes, your reigning champion will be defending it against Big Mason versus Amazing Red versus Brian XL versus Joe the Drifter versus the now former Suicidal Six-Way champion, Matt McIntosh. So that's that, another great match. Triple Threat, which is probably going to be the most hard-hitting match of the night. Uh, one of my mentors, one of my biggest friends in the business now, Dan Moff, taking on Bonesaw, taking on Starman. So that should be great. Obviously, another huge, huge match. Uh, it's a first-time ever match. My first mentor, Kevin Matthews, uh, taking on the recently released WWE superstar, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, now coming in as the Prince of Queens, Brian Myers. How do you feel about that? The Prince of Aesthetics. You are no longer the only prince in PWS. Um, first-time ever match, Monstrous BC, who is also known as Brodus Clay, will be taking on Homicide, Reality Check in a tag team match, Devin Moore, Craven Varro versus the Heavenly Bodies. Heavenly Bodies coming off a sick match in Texas 
for Reality of Wrestling, Booker T's promotion. If you haven't, if you missed it, um, I, I was able to, to watch it on iPay-Per-View a couple days later, and it was fantastic. And they put over Pro Wrestling Syndicate, which is just awesome, man. Like, the announcers there are saying, at first they're like, oh, these guys are from the East. So I figured, okay, they're not going to mention PWS or us by name. But they said, former PWS champ, uh, tag team champions. And I was like, holy shit, they're mentioning us. This is awesome. So we're in Texas all of a sudden, you know? Take a scoop of water. Is that it? Just you? No? So I'm doing this live with a whole bunch of family? That's cool. Anyway, so that match, I don't even know. I just lost my train of thought. That's great. Anyway, plus more included, obviously, Road War Animal, Superfly, Jimmy Snuka, friggin' Glacier. Yes, the Glacier will be there. Bobby Lashley, who is currently, I guess, I mean, I haven't watched. I should watch. But TNA, I'm not sure if the champion or is I don't know. I'm not sure if he's going to be the champion after tonight. I don't watch read spoilers. I don't really care enough. Uh, SoCal Val, Big Zeke Jackson, Brian Clark, who's Adam Bomb, dude. Come on, man. It just keeps getting better and better and better. Thank you, um, JP, for the message. He's still the champ. Thank you for spoiling it tonight. And you're a jerk. You're a jerk on that one. I was actually excited to watch it. So thank you for spoiling TNA Impact, asshole. Um, going for. <laughs> Earl Hebner is going to be there, the same ref that counted the three uh, for Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Or was that his brother? I know he's a twin brother, so uh, I'm not sure if, which is which. But, yes, PWS is just banging through all these, all the talent. It's just the stars are aligning. It's just insane. Um, the TNA stuff. Okay, now, I didn't, I didn't listen to any other podcasts or, or, or listen to anybody's real opinion on it. Um, what you call uh, it? They, I, I don't know exactly what's happening, but today I got off the phone with somebody who I'm just going to call a close source, okay? A close source from within the company of TNA, and this is no, no bullshit. I, I promise you, like, I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't blow smoke. I'm trying to just stro- uh, stroll up in the – okay. So here's what happened with the TNA and Spike thing. They're not done. Nothing is official. Nothing has been broken off, okay? Somebody from another company – caught wind that there was a little bit of a disagreement. And that's somebody is TMZ. TMZ is just, all they do is they just, they look for shit. I mean, they are the paparazzi. I mean, they, there is always going to be paparazzi anywhere. So this little, uh, supposedly this little uh, Mark got a hold of information uh, that there was just a little disagreement in the negotiations. All of a sudden he breaks the story. Oh, Spike just got rid of him. Spike is done with TNA. Well, that's a lie. Okay. TNA and Spike are still in business according to this so stop rooting for everybody to fail man it's like come on like i I don't know anybody on that tna roster i I don't know anybody from a hole in the wall as far as tna is concerned but just stop rooting for people to fail we know the product got a little eh you know dixie carter got in control and she doesn't know what she's doing you know so like so she was a little i don't know it's whatever but supposedly these new york shows are are just bringing everything to life with TNA. I haven't, I watched a little one, a little, <laughs> I watched a little bit of one um, the other day because I found out that somebody I knew was in the crowd. So I just searched them out and, oh, there you are. Okay, cool. But I watched it and they had like the Dudleys coming in and they had like Rhino was back. Like tonight, supposedly it's Hardys versus the Wolves, which I was told by the same source that it kicked ass and it's one of the, the greatest tag team matches he's seen in a long time. So I'm definitely going to check that out tonight. Um, because why not, right? But anyway, I oh man, I left ESPN on because I always do, and it's usually ESPN News, but it's some kind of 
some kind of is this Major League Soccer? Oh, that sucks. I mean, I don't like soccer as it is, but Jesus Christ, the MLS, nobody nobody gives a shit about that. But um, yeah, so we got the extra guys coming in. Uh, I'll tell yeah, Jesus, which one's JP seven eight eight? Yeah, that's probably him. JP, what's going on, brother? Hey, I I didn't spoil it. All I said was he's the champ. I didn't say what happened tonight. But I didn't read the spoilers either. I hate spoilers, man. They, that's what they do. They just spoil. It's not fair to anybody. So anyway, yeah, what's going on, man? Cool. How to how to go last night with uh, the old partner, Big O? I listened. Very cool stuff. I, I did listen to that part. I didn't get a chance to listen to the rest, but I'm glad he put us over and he hasn't forgot about me because lately I see that the Big O has teamed up with somebody else in another company. And he's calling that the future of tag team wrestling. So it kind of lit a fire under my ass. Like, okay, buddy, I know I'm hurt, but it doesn't mean I'm not coming back. Like, come on. Yeah, and the first thing he said when I mentioned the on-the-spot rumble on the 20th, he said, if Dave's ready, we're going for the tag belts. I'll, I won't go for the heavyweight title. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, but man, that's, he, that's very humbling. He was real cool to talk to, and I got him for 45 minutes last night. That was downright... It was pretty awesome. Wow. Did you catch him before or after his workout? He called from the gym. (laughs) Oh, no shit. (laughs) That's surprising. That's great. Um, Yeah, well, hey, he's a good dude. I mean, he's always, uh, whatchamacallit, he's always treated me right, and uh, he's always had my back. And if it wasn't for him, I don't even know if I'd still be doing my thing because I was getting my ass kicked before he made the save, so... (laughs) This is true, and he did bring that up last night. Yeah, no, I listened to that, but very cool, man. Um, so, I, did you rant a little bit about TNA last night? Because I didn't, I did yes, not I listen did. to that. You did. Now, what, what was your I opinion did. about the whole TNA thing? My end result was TNA does not go under, but they do not stay on spike. I think they will find another network. There's a all right. Listen, I have Comcast Digital Cable. There's about four thousand channels. Like I'm sure they can find. Another investor that says, okay, yeah, sure, we would love we would love to bring on some wrestling. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, come on. But. Yeah, and it's a million views. Like, a mi- at least a million people tune in to watch Impact Wrestling. In the last two weeks, it's been 1.4 million. Like, who would not want that on their, on their network? The only problem is, um, whatchamacallit, the, the only problem I have with, with – this is, is it like the real, is it the real thing? You know what I mean? Like, is it like these New York shows are great and they're bringing in all this talent and they're, they're just doing all sorts of good things. But is this, is this the real product? Is this what we're going to see going forward? Like you're bringing in all these names and, and it's almost like an indie show. Like, like just like PWS where we bring in the names for the month show. Like we have our regulars and then we bring in the stars. They're pulling that almost for every one of these tapings. I just don't understand exactly which road they're going down. Like, I know none of these guys, obviously these guys aren't making enough money where they're searching out, you know, independent shows to, to go get booked on. You know what I mean? So yeah. either either pay your guys or don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's not fair to them. It, it's just, I don't know. Sounds cheesy, but it's just not fair. I don't know. No, you, you do have a point there because, look, you got Bobby Lashley. And whether he'll be the TNA champion when he appears in September, it's still unknown, but... He's your heavyweight champion, and he's doing an independent show. Like, yeah, hey, Dick, that, how much money? How much of that is money? Are you really spending? And I thought, and this is broad. 
when I was talking to Kevin a couple times, I, if their their thought their thought pro- what the hell are you listening to like opera behind you or what? What do you? No, it's my sister listening to something. Tell your sister to pipe down. <laughs> but uh, no, I was talking to Kevin, and he said he's like they think Bobby Lashley is the Brock Lesnar of of TNA. You know what I mean? Like, but. They're doing it all wrong. I don't know. It's just I, I, I don't really – I can't – again, I would never bash the business. I don't know how to do half the shit they do. I, I don't know how to run a business. I don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? So it's, a, it's all yeah. that. still in business, and these guys are still getting paid. So clearly they're doing something right. I don't know. But, I yeah, know. I don't see TNA going anywhere. My end result last night was they do not fold. When, no. You know, it would be a damn shame if they do. Well, they got a lot of they got a lot of talent on that roster, man. There's a lot of guys on that roster that that should be on the USA Network. You know what I mean? Like your Samoa Joes, your you know your your Austin Aries. These guys are some of the most talented people I've ever seen in the ring, and and, and they're down yeah. there. They're doing that, so like it's just weird. I don't know, but. Jay, if you want to call in again uh, to listen to the extra guys in a little bit, you can because I don't know how to actually. I don't know. The mute can... button, right next. Ah, to you, yeah, right the next... mute button. Yeah, look at that. See, look at you. You're, you're doing your homework, Jay. Look at you. You know more. I, about I came. This... I came prepared last night with notes too for for O. No, very good. Keep doing the notes thing. Keep all these guests that you're bringing on. You know, make sure you're prepared and always have a backup plan. Have a plan B, and if not, call plan C, which is me. So you can do that too. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and mute me. I'm ready to listen to the extra guys because I got some phones to pick with Redbeard. <laughs> uh oh. Oh shit. All right. Well, yeah. I'll talk to you in a little bit, Jay. All right, man. Glad. All right. So that's Jay. I got one four two. This guy's been holding for seventeen minutes and forty six seconds. Who is this? Nine zero eight four two one. Blah 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 blah. Who is this? What's up, Dave? Who's this, Steve? Man, you really hold on for dear life, man. Until <laughs> I can't even hang up on you. Well, you're a rancher. Of- Freaking interesting, dude. Uh, of course they are, dude. I, that's that's what I do. So what's going on, man? How you been? Not much. Um, wouldn't Plan C be Kevin Pat and uh, Jay Silva? Wait, say that one more time. I said, wouldn't Plan C, as far as podcast help goes, be uh, Kevin Pat and Jay Silva? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't, <laughs> I thought I, I called myself. I don't Give me a break, man. Come on. <laughs> Get the rest. Oh, God. So what's, uh, what's, uh, what's going on, bro? I mean, I, I haven't talked to you. You didn't talk, uh, call in last night. Um, you didn't call in last time because it was a different kind of show last time. So are you excited about PWS? Like, what, a month away? A month oh, and yeah. Half? And, and I just saw, uh, like, a day ago, the post that, uh, Eric had made about there being a couple of shows on September 13th. Yes. Oh, shit. Good call, man. I forgot all about that. Last year, we did um, a fantastic show at the Edison Fair. Uh, that's where everybody was introduced to Shaq Daddy um, and his number one hit single and only song I've ever heard of the guy, She Thirsty, which in turn, I think he stole from somebody else anyway. So this is, he's a fraud. But, uh, <laughs> So yeah, so the yeah, that, that was the show that started all that, uh, all those videos and constantly oh, bringing him in. That's that's wonderful. That's another one of Eric's little wacky things that he, he Eric's a genius, and he, when he lacks onto this like an idea, he takes it, takes the ball, runs with it, and it's always a home run. Like I mean, come on, 
And they brought in Shaq Daddy. Nobody knows this guy from a hole in the wall. And he killed it. He gets in the ring, starts doing his rap, his star man's humping his leg and all this other shit. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a, definitely a good oh, time. What's up? By the way, the name that you were trying to remember but couldn't was Leonidas. Leonidas. I knew it was a Leah something. I couldn't remember. Did you see Hercules, dude? Uh, no, I haven't gotten a chance yet. You have to. I saw if the you're... other Hercules, though. What the hell's the other Hercules? There was a Hercules that came out, uh, like about six months ago or something like that. Uh, six months ago? Yeah, well, I saw it six months ago, so. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, it came out six months ago. It's going to out in 1995, for all you know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it was made right. sometime last year. I saw it about six months ago. So. Um, All right. But that one was pretty good. So if this is any is uh, anywhere close to being as good as that one was, I'll definitely give it a look when it's on Redbox. It's, it is definitely, it's definitely awesome. I, it was very high impact and just shit going all over the place and fucking rock was just beating everybody's ass. It was so good. It was so good. I, I would actually see it again, and I don't see movies twice anymore nowadays because, for Christ's sakes, the movies are just way too expensive nowadays. So um, Yeah, that's why I normally wait until they come out on Redbox and crap like that. Yeah, Red, uh, you should get, uh, whatchamacallit, you should get, what the hell's it called? Netflix, man. Fuck that Redbox crap. Doesn't Redbox mean you have to go and like return them and then with the CD and the fucking, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, well, I know what you're talking garbage. about. That's garbage. Go get, go get the um, what you call Netflix. And I also signed up for Amazon Prime, which was the dumbest thing I could have did. I wanted to watch 24 and catch up, even though I saw them all already. But I bought that shit. It was a hundred dollars. Yeah, another... that's like that's like what uh, eighty dollars a year. Yeah, it actually cost me like ninety five, and I was like, oh my god, why did I do this? But you get free so, shipping for anything off of Amazon. So that's a little plug for Amazon.com. If you sign up for Amazon Prime, you get free shipping on all your shit. So that's fun. But yeah, all right. I got to get back to work, Dave. I'll call him next right. week. You're the man, brother. Take care. All right. Later. Later. That was Steve. C- I'm, again, not even going to try to pronounce his name. Catalanano? Catalan? Oh, whatever. The extra guys. Tune in. They're coming on in about a couple minutes. Um, do I have any other notes besides the extra guys? No, not really. I do have one thing to say um, on a personal level. I posted it earlier today. My buddy Mike uh, passed away a couple years back. Um, we all called him. He, we knew him as Zig. Rest in peace, brother. I know it's the anniversary of your passing. It never is easy. This upcoming Tuesday um, is, well, wow, 90, 2009. So what is it, 2015? Six years? Six years, I think. Six or seven. One of those. My best friend. I think it's seven. My best friend, my brother, it'll be his anniversary on Tuesday. And for me, I usually go out and get completely shit-faced hammered in his honor because I know he would be right next to me doing it. Um, Next week, I'm going to dedicate a big portion of my show to him and all of his friends and family. So it's something I was thinking about doing. Um, having them call in, share some stories, and then uh, you know we'll, we'll touch on a, a lot of stuff. He's the reason why all of this happened. We all we, we both wanted to be professional wrestlers. You know, he oh no, it was 2007. So what's this is 2015. So wow, shit, is it really eight years? God damn. 
Yeah, because I was working for the Giants. Oh, my God. Time flies, man. Rest in peace, Johnny boy. Um, yeah, I get choked up every time I even try to talk to it. So I, I, had a, I was the unfortunate one to, to say the eulogy at his funeral, man. That was, that was rough. You know, looking at his parents in the face and just, I don't know. It's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life is, is do that. You know, I can speak in front of a million people. I can speak on the radio to a thousand people. I can wrestle in front of a thousand people. But try, try talking about somebody who's laying there at the age of 20, you know, passed away and just in his sleep. And it was the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with as an individual. And I was just about to start my job with the New York Giants. If not, I mean, not talk about timing, you know. I spoke a lot about him in my first episode where I gave, my, uh, gave you guys a little rundown of where I'm from and where where this all came from. But, yeah, so rest in peace, Zig, today, and Johnny Boy on uh, Tuesday. So I'm going to celebrate that, not by getting – well, I guess I'm going to get shit-faced. But I'm going to Yankee Stadium for the first time this season. I got tickets to the Yankee game with my best friend Tommy. We're going to head up to the Bronx nice and early and, uh, yeah, enjoy ourselves. The trade deadline came and went today, in case anybody gives a shit. Um, the Yankees made zero significant moves. We've got a couple bats that I think if you combined all their batting averages, it's over 300, if you combine all three. So, yeah, clearly we did great. I wanted David Price. Clearly, you know, didn't happen. Whatever. I mean, now he's a, he's a tiger. And for Christ's sakes, if you look at that fucking rotation, my God. But whatever. With that being said, it is time. It is 8.30. It is time to get physical, and it's time to kick out all the fatties because it is time for the extra guys. John Redbeard, Mike Mitchell. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, brother? Brother. Wow, I got both of them at the same time. You know, at first I'm like, you know what, I'll just get Redbeard. He's like, you want Mike too? I'm like, really? I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, I get I don't even know why you went to him first. <laughs> I'm not, of course. <laughs> so what's going on, fellas? I mean, uh, how how is uh, well, John? I'm assuming you're all healed, right? You had that freak little accident thing go down. You're all good to go now, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I uh, I just you know wear the uh, gotta wear a shin guard. I'm like right the hammer Valentine now, but uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm pretty good. That's great, man. All right, for for yeah, those of the listeners, for those of the listeners who don't have a clue as to who I'm talking to, educate yourselves because on the independent scene, um, on the East Coast at least, and, and I'm sure coming to a West Coast near you, if if you guys all all go well, the the yeah, extra guys are a tag team. I started to watch uh, right before I was wrestling. I guess. John, I guess you can give me a better idea of how long because this is a second run. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is a second run at this extra guy's gimmick because there was somebody prior to Mitchell, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, one of my friends was uh, training to be a wrestler, and we had come up with the gimmick. And uh, we wanted to think outside the box. But you look at me, you're not going to think I'm going to wear neon or anything like that. <laughs> so I came up with something out of the box and uh, figured there's no better way to get heat than to make fun of fat people. <laughs> so... Um, and you you legit hate fat people. Yeah, and I legit hate fat people. So, <laughs> but uh, and I'm talking about, I'm talking to you, JP Mayor. I don't like oh, oh, fire. So, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so uh, we created this gimmick and we started to roll with it a little bit, and uh, and then he blew his back out, oh. and uh, he couldn't wrestle anymore. 
So uh, I was helping train uh, Mike here for, at the Backbreakers Training Center out in Scranton. And uh, he just started working. He debuted at the House of Hardcore. And then uh, I asked him, I said, listen, brother, I said, I, you know, my buddy can't work anymore. You want to try doing this extra guys thing? And he gave it a shot, and we brought new life into it, you know? Yeah, that, I've seen the, if you haven't checked them out, definitely follow them. I'll give you a chance to plug all your stuff in a little bit. But, I mean, follow them. Go on their YouTube. They're funniest promos I've seen in a long time. I see a very, it's hard, It's weird. I see DX a little bit, and then I see your own spin. You know what I mean? It's very, very creative shit. And let me tell you something. The whole, the oxymoron of a short little guy like you hating fat people with the no fatties t-shirts and shit, I'm like, this is, this is money. This is money. Well, brother, I may be a little short, but it's all muscle, Jack. Oh yeah, I've seen. Hey, I've seen pictures. You, you tell the truth. That's for sure. Um, now, all right, to get a background on you, besides Mike, because you just said you started to train him. When did you bust into the professional wrestling world, John? Um, I I started with the Wild Samoans in Alpha down in Allentown. Uh, back in like. Jeez, like 2004, 2005. Um, yeah, Hollander actually got me into it, the, the drunken pirate. Yeah, Gus. There you go. So, uh, so he, I mean, you know, I knew him from high school. So he brought me to uh, to the Wild Samoan and uh, did that, and uh, that's where I started back then. And then, uh, yeah. Now in the early now in the early going, don't worry, Mike. I'll get to you too. <laughs> but in the early going, <laughs> in the early going, like before this gimmick, because I, I wish I knew to follow you before this, and I'm sure if I YouTubed or, or Googled, I'm sure I could find some more shit. But before the whole, you know, get heat with fat people, did you have any kind of gimmick before that that people were? I mean, I saw you, you also. I saw you in the House of Hardcore. And you came out as John Redbeard. You had the red singlet. It was a pretty badass character, a little ass-kicking character. Now, was that before? Did you have? Did you kind of bring that back to life for the House of Hardcore? Uh, not really. I didn't do much really in my first kind of run because there was uh, just a lot of shit on my way. And then uh, I actually got out of it because I started doing uh, set design in the city, so I never was around. Um, uh-huh. I kind of got out of it all together for like a year or two, about two or three years. And then uh, my my friend uh, opened up a training center in Scranton, and I caught it at the itch. I didn't come back in around 2011, 2012. And uh, so, uh, and then that's why I was like, all right, well, if I come back, I don't want to do, it's like, I was just doing just a John D'Alessio type thing, just a, uh, just a badass, I don't know. There was really nothing to it. So, yeah. uh I said I got to do something that's out of the ordinary, or I'm not going to get noticed, you know. Absolutely. So, uh, and then that's how I did the extra guys. Awesome, awesome. And then in come Mr. M3. Uh, now, where exactly? So you started off with you, you kind of latched on with John to start training. Now, a little side story here. I, I met you both at the same time at the same seminar. We all, I met you guys uh, the night before my first professional wrestling match. I went you guys at the Matt Hardy seminar when he was texting his, uh, his girlfriend the entire time. And <laughs> <trying to teach laughs> us. No. But now, Mike, after that, 
before the extra guys thing, did you have a direction or did you have like an idea of what you wanted to do before this extra guy thing, you know, took off? Yeah. Uh, at first, I mean, I just, what everybody saw me as was the, the white hot baby face. You know, I, I really, I don't have a real distinctive look like long hair, tattoos or anything like that. Occasionally I grow out a beard, but nothing too big like John's here. But, <laughs> Uh, I'm usually clean, face, and uh, I was just going to go with that. And like John said earlier, my debut at House of Hardcore, um, I was that baby face. And then when the circumstances happened with John and his former tag team partner, it was a, a gateway for me to gain more exposure. And uh, and you know, like John said before, you know. It just took off, and we, we just we don't clash. We, we click real well, and just things just happen, and now we're here. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool story because, I mean, not, not for your former partner, John. I'm saying, like, you know, unfortunate things happen. I'm definitely an example of that. Um, you know, the unfortunate things happen in the, in the pro wrestling world, and when the ball is dropped, somebody's got to pick it up and run with it, and it seems that M3 came in there and really, really took off. As I said, promos second to none funny funny shit remind you know it's just always it's fun you know so now as far as a current lineup or a product now i i obviously i follow you guys and i, I like your schedule and, and you know you guys are booked basically everywhere as far as like favorite place to work now i'm just everybody listens you know some people listen to this some people don't but you guys have been all over i mean you got wxwc4 which is a great promotion i've been out there um, I met Sammy and I met, uh, you know, obviously I know Lance and I was out there a couple times to watch you guys before I was technically quote ready to work. Cause to be honest with you, I was scared shitless. I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to travel anywhere. But, um, I, you know, I got to watch you guys do that from there. You're dibble, you're kind of dabbling into the monster factory. You guys made that debut already, or is that coming up? No, we did that, uh, back in what was it, March, I think, or May. This past March. Uh, okay. April, May. Around April, May, we did that, yeah. yeah. That, how was that? Because, I mean, I had Atu on Arkham last week, and he sings the praises. I'm actually, a, I talked to Blue Meanie a lot uh, about it. And so how was the Monster Factory, I guess, atmosphere, locker room, everything was good to go over there? Um, the, the atmosphere of the locker room was very good. Uh, you know, a lot of people would come up to us, not only do we go up to them, but they, they came up to us to uh, introduce themselves and just, just become friendly, uh, but let alone the, the knowledge that's there is is just phenomenal. So, like, you do that whole, you know, shut your mouth and open your ears gimmick the entire time you're there, and you just, you know, wherever you go, regardless, you're respectful and polite. Yeah. Obviously. And, uh, Obviously. you know, Blue Meanie's a fan of us. We know Atu. Atu, you know, I love Atu. He's a great guy. He's an animal is what he is. <laughs> He's a goddamn animal, a man-eater. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we go there and uh, we did two two shows for them. We had to do another one, but I believe it got hurt, so we couldn't do it. But, uh, you know, we'll be back, I'm sure. Now, another interesting uh, venture that's coming up in just a few weeks um, is a company that Arkham put over – pretty big last month and there was a lot of P my fellow pws guys took the trip what is up with this sanctuary place i mean did you guys make the original trip or you didn't you totally like skipped out and then we're gonna start it fresh come in two weeks because i know you guys are making your debut there 
Yeah, no, we uh, no, we were there. Uh, John Cross, okay. I've known for about ten years. He's the one that started him and uh, us, and um, I've known them for a long time, ever since my original WSW days. And uh, John actually had a hand in training me, as well as us. So um, John ended up having a vision of the sanctuary, and he ended up purchasing a church and uh, yes, a church, a church, and put a I... ring in it. I was just—I was blown away. I was like, "How does one?" I get it. Like, okay, it takes, you know, it takes an army to almost build a a company. You know what I mean? Like, PWS has the back of of Eric and Pat, and the guys are down at Monster Factory, and Tommy Dreamers with the House of Hardcore. Like, so it takes a a genius. So I, I understood that Trotsky had his hands full. But how does one go about purchasing a church? Like, how does that even work, man? Like, I. You just walk up to like the priest and like, hey, you guys selling or? <laughs> what well, you know what? I, I'm sure it's like this. I, I don't know in, in Jersey area, but like Pennsylvania lately, the Northeast, uh, a lot of churches have been been shut down, um, and it's unfortunate. And, you know, there's such historic buildings, and they're you know they're not eyesores to say the least. Um, so this was up for grabs at the moment, and uh, John. And I believe some help with this family uh, invested in this church. Yeah, that's pretty badass, man. And and the first show, obviously. So p- according to you know the guys that I've talked to worked on it, and you guys, it was a success, and that you're running again. Was, so obviously something yeah, went well. I mean, yeah. With I mean, with every every show comes shakeups, but that's you know that's going to be there. And like they had a good house for a first show. I mean, the environment is unbelievable, and like just with. The, the minds behind it and the people helping with it, the the vi- and the vision he has, it's going to be something different and it's going to be something real special, you know. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, really, what catches my eye about it is that it's not your ordinary wrestling event, like for the public. So if you're on the outside looking in as a, a spectator, you're going to see a whole entertainment value, you know, as far as. Yeah. Uh, lights and and sounds and all yeah and the visuals and everything like we saw uh, Paul Charsky does their video stuff and he's a very talented kid and he put out that teaser video for that and just from that the visuals and everything you see with the lighting and and uh, environment the building is is amazing and nothing that the indies really has right now yeah I, I was gonna say it's something. Different and that and different in the professional wrestling world is is money because you don't want to see the same cookie cutter like here's your here's your production and here's your stage that somebody set up with like piping and shit you know what I mean like and I always obviously I mean for whatever obvious reasons I put over Pro Wrestling Syndicate and you know you guys walked down that ramp that thing was hand built you know what I mean like we knew that we knew that we had to separate what's up. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, you said that thing's a pisser, man. It's steep. <laughs> it's very, dude. All right, steep is one thing. I did the Jeff Jarrett seminar. I I didn't do it. I didn't participate in it. I was just I paid to basically pick the brain of Jeff Jarrett. And they're like, oh, it's time for interview time. So like you would get in front of a camera and uh, you know just I guess introduce yourself, cut a promo or something like that. They set it up on top of the ramp. So here I am with crutches trying to make it up that steep ass hill, and I'm like, this is not happening. Like, this is just murder. But, yeah, so, but, like, as I say, like, it's the, the production value. It separates itself, you know, from from your cookie-cutter independent wrestling scene, 
which, you know, PWS stands alone and doing their thing. And now the sanctuary, I saw how it's set up. I saw a video. I saw pictures. It looks freaking, it looks badass, man. So kudos to you guys for making your debut coming up um, in, I believe it's two weeks from now. So, well, yeah, we're going to, we're going to be there. um, We'll be at the building. I don't really know the exact plan for it yet, but we will be there. Oh, okay. Well, uh, without giving anything away, I don't know what the hell your plans are either. So I couldn't tell you. Very... <laughs> We're not telling you. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess. Now, is it is it smart? Now, I noticed the date of this. Is is he trying? What is he trying to do by putting a show the same day as WWE's SummerSlam? <laughs> What's he thinking? Well, what's he do? Well, he's doing is he has a huge screen there, also almost like you know, like a time shot or whatever. And what they're doing is they're going to have a show from three to five or three to six. And any fans who want to stay uh, and watch the pay per view, he'll put the pay per view on the screen. Now that you know what is... I mean, and uh, do it that way too. Wow, I look think at that's that. what he's that's doing. Good. That, that's got, I mean, it's got to be what he's doing. I mean, that's actually, I didn't even yeah. think about that. I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, you know, how many, all these smart marks are going to be want to be home to watch the pay-per-view to shit on the product <laughs> instead of going to another show. Yeah. So well, I you just. you got to figure, though, the show starts at three, it's over at five, you have plenty of time to go home, you know? This is very true. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's a, he's no dummy. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So now, all right, going forward. Now, this is a question, I guess, to both of you, either one of you could take this. You got your plans, or you have your alleged building that you're going to be in at the sanctuary, but we've seen you dabble in Pro Wrestling Syndicate a little bit. Now, I know it's mostly Battle Royals and stuff like that, and to me, I would vouch for you guys, you know, time and time again to come on in. Do you guys have any plans, like, what, like if looking at the future, looking into the, the fall season, because the summer, you know, for professional wrestling on the indies, the summers are, are kind of hard to, to find big, big shows because it just gets too damn hot in all these buildings. But for the fall lineup, do you guys have anything you want to pretty much plug or announce that I haven't even heard of yet or that you want the people to listen to or know about? Anything going forward? Uh, uh, we're, let's see, where are we? I mean, we're, it'll be doing WSW, obviously. We're we doing this. The Sanctuary will be there. FWE. Uh, FWE in Brooklyn. We're going to show up there. Uh, that's October 3rd and 4th. Uh, that's family wrestling entertainment cool. out that way, uh, and a bunch of big names on that. Um, I was going to say that that's another company that does pretty well as far as getting names to come on in. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're a pretty pretty big company. Um, I'm I I think uh, HOH probably will return in the fall, so we'll be there too. You know, and anywhere else. Very cool. That very is, cool. Kind of work everywhere. Who knows? We might take a plane down to Florida to visit the Bendejos, yeah. Jay Rios, and the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good, man. It sounds like you guys got your schedule and, and everything's working out very well. Um, now, this is basically, you know, outside of wrestling. Okay, obviously, what, what is that? <laughs> you know, like what do you mean outside of wrestling? Wrestling, <laughs> no but, such thing. Yeah, John. Now, this is, you know, obviously I've talked to you plenty of times off the air, and and people have told me. Um, as far as your work, if you want me not to talk about this, I won't, but you have, you have done a lot of, uh, work for TNA. Is that right? I mean, you have a relationship yeah. with them. Now, what exactly yeah, do you do with them? I have a pretty working relationship with, uh, with the setup uh, crew and stuff like that for TNA. 
It's pretty cool, man. And so, uh, yeah, me and Mike, both do. Oh, really? Okay, both of you guys. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, we, um, I always had the background in, in set design from movies and stuff, so that's how I got hooked up. Uh, just through a couple people with the guys for TNA, and uh, I met them uh, met them a few years ago, and we just kind of exchanged contact information, and anytime they're up north, I get a phone call, you know, and I go in and help with whatever, and now that a few other people I know are there, like Dreamer and stuff, I do extra work now, they need security, you know, all that on-air stuff, too. It's pretty badass, man. And now, I mean, come on now, you have a, a, a contact in Tommy Dreamer, you have your work that you're doing with TNA, why don't we see the extra guys on Impact Wrestling? Is there any possibility we can do that? Brother, I, I, we're working on it. We're working I on believe, it. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Now, listen, now somebody is on the line. Uh, they have a bone to pick with you, and they want to pretty much ask you guys a couple uh, questions. Uh, it was, it was a, is it a chicken bone? It's probably a chicken bone. Is it J.P. Mayer? Yeah, uh, J.P., you're now on the air with the extra guys. Uh, yes, free reign. Go for it, Jay. John Redbeard. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's up, Mike? What's going on? <laughs> not much, not much. Now, you, you and I have oh. our little, little tiff, whatever. When are we ever going to see you back in a PWS ring? Oh, brother, you tell me. I'm waiting for the for the for the powers to be there at PWS to. Uh, we're, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting to smarten up and uh, bring us back in. Oh, God, I'm not, I'm not responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> all, all joking aside, you two are one of the top, one of the most talented in teams on the East Coast. They well, ain't bullshitting when, when he says that. <laughs> Stop trying to kiss ass, Jake. Seriously. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no butt smooching there. But uh, I think I might have to venture up to New York for that FWE show. All right, see you guys. They could probably strap you to a flatbed and just bring you right up the highway, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Now, now, Jay, JP, do you have a, uh, do you have Talk a, me? no, 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 Mayor, do, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> do you have a uh, 5XL Extra Guys t-shirt, or is that merch that you um, don't have yet? That is some well, merch I don't have, I don't I, think I, it would be appropriate to wear a no fat you know shirt when I'm pleasantly plump. I think that would <laughs> honestly be the funniest thing I've ever seen, though. I can probably get a five XL. I can call Ringling Brothers and have them slap a no fatty burner. Holy shit! Oh my god! Well, folks, this is uh, this is this is uncensored and live, and the extra guys are officially in gimmick, and they're taking it all out on JP Mayer. So, yeah. Well, hell, if I can take a beating from Kevin, J and Pat, I could definitely take it from a circus midget like John Redbeard. Oh, <laughs> man. 
Right. Is that all you got, Jay? <laughs> Any more questions? Yeah, put me back on mute. <laughs> I gotta yeah. finish laughing my ass right. off. Okay, JP. Yes, he, he should probably laugh his ass off a little more. Probably laugh his belly off a little more. <laughs> and he's here too. Oh man! <laughs> Damn, man, you guys. I, this is why I tell you, do <laughs> just go and look on their uh, their Facebooks and their 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 uh, Instagram. No, I don't even know if you guys have Instagram. Um, yeah, we got it. Okay. Well, make sure everybody follow these guys. I'm, again, I'll give them the, the chance to plug it in a couple minutes. But watch their promos. Laugh your asses off. Laugh your bellies off. Laugh your chins off. Laugh whatever you need to laugh off because they don't accept patties. <laughs> they don't. It's just the way it is. Now, all right. Back to business because I have I have a couple more questions being the professional podcaster that I am now. Um now, as a team, not so much individually because it looks like you had more of your success, obviously, as a team. If you had a pick, I mean, this is either could be a collective response or both of you guys can take your own. Who is your favorite opponent so far as a tag team? Oh, hold on. What uh, is out here? Hmm. Because a lot of people we do come in contact with as far as tag teams, um, we, you know, I think – Nonetheless, we've done very well. So, I was going to say, you guys have had like 55 matches with BYOB, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, BYOB, we wrestled them enough. Um, but they were always fun. Uh, the Los Bandeos, Team Lucha out of Florida, um, they were great to work. Team CK? Uh, Team CK, they're out of a 2CW and, and a site out of Binghamton. That's uh, Sean Parr and uh, and Cage. Uh, AC Rock. Uh, we had, yeah, we had AC Rock from Monster Factory. They were very good, you know. Very There's cool. a few out there that we we had a lot of fun with, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, like it seems to me that you guys aren't like enhancement talent or anything like that. Like they book you against the the big matches, and I've seen a couple of them against. Uh, which I'm called the BYOB, and that 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 would be Gus and uh, TDS and who the hell's his partner? Big dude. What the hell's his name? Uh, it doesn't matter who his partner. No, his name is Mastodon. Yeah, we we like to refer to him as a massive dump. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, all right. Well, all right. So I got the favorite opponents now. Uh, who are who do you want to get in the ring with in the near future? I mean, everybody can say like, oh, I want to get in the ring with. Uh, Goldust and Stardust. There's some shit like that. But, like, you know, who do you, realistically, right now, who do you guys, who would you guys like to get uh, in the ring with? I'm going to stop you dead in your tracks, buddy. It's going to be you and the big O. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. The Exit guys versus the powers of destruction. You heard it here first, folks. Book that match, and I'll gladly beat the shit out of both of you guys. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, all right. Now, besides uh, besides the in ring stuff, obviously you have your outside the ring stuff. You have your production work. If you had to have a JP Mayer just sent me a message on Facebook. It says, "Beat them for me." <laughs> he wants to eat us or something. Yeah. Oh my God. John, John oh, is man. like, 
What are you like? You're like a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm telling this kid, he's a good sport, man. I do. I give it all props in the world to J.P. Mayer. Every he's every a podcast. Sport, brother. <laughs> he's a big sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I knew this was gonna be fun, but I didn't know I was gonna laugh this much. I, I try not. I try to keep it as professional as possible, but it's almost impossible when you got you know got guys like you on. But um, no, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. So all right. Uh, what was it? See, now you lost me trying to thought because JP interrupted again. This guy, all he does is like, just he gets mad and he gets happy and then he gets mad. All right, so going forward, uh, you have your your lineup set for the fall. You have, you know, your dream match of, of who you want to get in the ring with, and that's me and Big O. <laughs> so individually, <laughs> individually now, I mean, it's let's be realistic. Everybody's got goals. Both of you guys, before I got let you plug your stuff and, and hit the road, What's where do we see the extra guys in five years? What what are we seeing here? Because you guys are both young, you're both over on the independent scene. Where do you guys see yourselves in the future? Uh, well, I mean, it's really, I mean, what's a good way to really answer that? I mean, where does everybody want to be in five years? You know, yeah, I mean, there's true. one goal. Um, realistically, I think we can have a great run in TNA. You know, I mean, we fit more. I think they're Emmett wise, but uh, everybody wants to go to the the bait one, you know, and Connecticut, the E brother, you know. Yeah, no, right. I mean, even you know, together or separate, you know, everybody wants to wants to end up there. That's why we're all doing this, you know. Touche, touche. Very you cool. Know? Now, have you had have you had any chances to not so much try out, but I mean, like, because you know, a lot of guys in the indie scenes are getting these bookings now with with being rosebuds and shit but like do you guys have any contacts where you know you can get in there and and meet and network in the wwe i know you guys obviously have your tna stuff but is there any contacts in there that you have uh yeah we got a few we're working on it you know just little by little you know we gotta wait till they're around you know yeah, that's, in the area yeah. stuff like that yeah cool but, cool all right. Well, hey, listen, guys, it has been one of those awesome, entertaining, as always, and I'm glad I reached out to you last night uh, to get this going because I've wanted to have you guys on for a while, and I just never really had the right timing. It was always some kind of theme or some kind of shit like that, but I'm glad you guys came on. One of you guys can plug all your social media outlets for anybody listening. Uh, go for it. All right. Well, first of all, we want to plug uh... – uh, actually, uh, next Sunday, not this Sunday, coming up next Sunday on the 10th, August 10th, there's a Tommy Dreamer seminar up in Ipsy, New York, at the Mid-Hunson Simic Center. Um, it starts at 10 a.m. It's $100, and you can go try out and just listen to probably one of the smartest guys I know in the wrestling business, and it's, you know, Tommy Dreamer. And uh, learn, wrestle around, you know, do whatever. Um, it's a great experience for anybody on the indies, either try to become a wrestler or, or is already established on the indie scene. Um, we'll be there uh, helping out. And then, uh, then you have the Sanctuary on the 17th. That's their next show Sunday, uh, August 17th at 3 p.m. We'll be there. That's up in Hazleton. Um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And then we got... Uh, if anybody in the Scranton area is trying to become a wrestler or wants to train, we got a great facility here where uh, Mike is from, the Bat Breakers Training Center. 
that's in Strand, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, look them up. It's backbreakerstraincenter.org, I believe. And then you have us, our stuff. Which, <laughs> our stuff. which is facebook.com slash the extra guys. At the extra guys on Twitter. And if you want to watch all our awesome matches and promos, it's youtube.com slash the extra guys bro. Very, very cool. And you know, another thing about, you know, your, 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 whatchamacallit, your YouTube stuff is that it's so well put together. It's not somebody on a friggin' iPhone, you know, recording a promo and you got little pop ups, you got little plugs here and there. It's awesome shit, man. Everybody needs to go check out these guys. Mike, John, Thank you so much for coming on this week. Good luck this week with the seminar. Uh, good luck with the sanctuary. Good luck through the summer. I'm sure we'll be in contact. And uh, maybe I'll yeah. see you next week, John. All right. Yeah, I will be there. I'll be in uh, New York City next week for the TNA stuff. Very, very cool. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. And you guys have yourselves a great night. You All right. Too, Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Got it, buddy. All right, that was the Exer guys. I wanted them on for a long time. I'll take a couple of callers, Jay. I'll just leave you on hold because I'm tired of talking to you. I'm kidding. Um, another 760 number. Uh, who, who do you got? Thursday Night Destruction. Hello? Somebody's watching TNA. All right, whatever. You... you. That's cool. But we got another guy in 862 number. You're on Thursday night, Destruction. What's going on? Hi, Dave. Yes. Oh, hey, what's going on, bro? I didn't realize I was in the queue. It's, it's Tony from the Wizards. How's it going, man? Oh, Tony, what's going on, brother? Nothing. I, I, I'm so annoyed that as I was switching over to, to, to get on the phone, I didn't realize that you were already hanging up on the extra guys. But uh, I guess I could ask you the question that I was going to ask them, considering that they have a no-fatty policy. I'm just curious. <laughs> if, it, if it was you and, oh, I don't know, just picture the fattest woman you can and multiply it by 100, and it was just you and her left on the earth, would it be safe to say that the species would be dead? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. I'm saying it's, it's over. <laughs> uh, you, wouldn't t- you wouldn't take one for humanity? For, no, no. See, I'm a giver. I get it, and, I, and I'm a man of the people. But for for something like that, no, I'm sorry. I I, I don't think I could do that, Tony. <laughs> well, if she were that big, I would imagine she would be the people. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, brother. That's that's a good touche. Touche. <laughs> wow. If I knew I was gonna bomb this bad, I never would have picked up the phone and called you. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh? What's so how come uh, a guy who, like? How come a guy like you is not distracted right now watching TNA? You know, this is the last night from New York City. Supposedly it's a big show. Well, yeah. Well, I'm gonna catch up right after this because I don't. I, I'll be too distracted and I won't be able to actually focus. But I heard that this from my source in TNA. I heard that this show is just top to bottom really good. I mean, to me, and I was telling a couple guys this before. This the New York City run that they had. I mean. It's not terrible, right? I mean, it's not like it's not the stuff that we're used to, right? No, I mean the the only thing. And look, I I like Bubba, I like Devon, I like Tommy Dreamer. I got no problem with those guys, but it's it's I don't know, man. It, it, that's the only thing that was really getting kind of tiresome to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, 
like I said, I like those guys, but, like, I'm tired of seeing, like, the cheese graters and the trash cans and all that stuff. Like, it was nice in little doses here and there. And like I said, I got all the respect in the world for those guys. I think they can still go. I'm just, I don't know, man. I think the hardcore stuff is kind of over to me. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're never, obviously, you're never going to see it on WWE again. The most hardcore they got is putting somebody through a perfectly cleaned off table. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> you, it, it, which I'll still never get. I, I'll never get that. Like, there's a TV monitor with really hard edges. Don't you want to, like, slam them on that? <laughs> but I'll never understand that. Oh, but. I don't know if you do. You remember the uh, the three way main event at WrestleMania when Orton took that bump on the monitor? Oh, he cut himself right open. Yeah, the, I'm telling you, man, oh, that, that shit's but, not safe. But but he slammed down on it and he just arched his back for like a good twenty seconds. Like you know when you get that paralyzing pain and you're just like, oh. oh. Yeah, like like you stub your toe or, or like the the door hits the back of your heel or something. You know what I mean? Like that little oh, like that little crunch. Or you just you can't take it anymore. But, yeah, the, the hardcore stuff is kind of – listen, I'm, I had to educate myself on ECW by watching the rise and fall of ECW. I was never a big ECW guy. The death matches and stuff down in CZW, I never watch them. I don't think anything of them. The stuff that I watch at PWS, like Moff just had that match with Starman. They just kicked the shit out of each other for 25 minutes. And it, it was intense because – it was intense to me – because I don't see it a lot. You know what I mean? So it was like something new, something refreshing for me. But, yeah, I mean, I don't watch gotcha. the TNA. I don't watch the TNA stuff, but, I, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, they're trying, but supposedly I next I don't even know if it was – I think it was probably like 60% the hardcore, and it was kind of like 40% that they keep dragging out the same kind of like gimmick, you know, every time they need a bit of a boost. Now, don't get me wrong – this run in New York has been pretty incredible for them. They've, they've been solid shows. I don't know. Maybe it's just a preference thing for me. I kind of, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm not offended or pissed off by it. It's just like, yeah, I've had enough of it. Yeah, no, I, 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 can, I understand what you're saying. I mean, and, and again, I, who, I, another guy I was talking to, uh, I don't know who I was, but it was, I was talking to somebody, and even if they don't make money based on ticket sales up there, like, I know it's hard to – bring in the fans or whatever, and they're losing money because that building itself, and I know this from, from Pat and, and Eric trying to actually rent it, um, the, the building itself is, is incredibly expensive. So I know for a fact that they're losing money. But at the same time, they're gaining an audience. You know what I mean? Like, th- this, is how, this is how Raw started, remember? Like, the Raw, back in 93 or whenever the hell Raw came out, you know, this is how they started, where it was just, who gives a shit who's there? It's, it's what you could do on television, you know what I mean? So now TNA's got this product. They're getting these New York shows together. It's great. It's all good for TV. But now, like, what's to say that I know next week they have a bunch of more tapings coming up, and who knows what network it's going to air on or whatever the hell's going on. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> after, after that, is it, is it over? Is it back to just Dixie's whatever the frig that she's got going on? I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I really hope not, and, and you're absolutely right about the New York tapings, and I know uh, I read a few weeks ago that uh, Ring of Honor actually is now priced out of using, you know, basically what, they, what was their New York home because they actually jacked the prices again. So who knows? I mean, you know, TNA definitely took this, these first three, you know, dates that they ran, and, you know, like they, they really put their head down and just kept running forward, and it shows. And, you know, they like you said, they have the tapings coming up. You know, next week they got three more shows I think that they're doing. And, uh, you know, who knows if they're even going to be back there. So I guess it just becomes another reason to keep the momentum going and hopefully they keep drawing more people in. 
Um, let me ask you a question uh, while I while I'm on with you. What do you think of the whole Vince Russo? You know, like you know, he sends an email and it just happens to go to Mike Johnson, and you know, like oh, and then he's like, oh, I was working the sheets, but then he wasn't, and then they fired him because all of a sudden Spike was like, oh, you know, we're not going to renew you guys. Uh, I don't know. What, what's your whole take on that situation? And and I guess your overall opinion of Vince Russo. I don't know how familiar you are with him. I don't know how far back your fan your fandom goes. You know, if it's attitude, if it's before that or whatnot. Well, it's it, um, I started watching professional wrestling during the the breakup of the Rockers, so like so I'm dated oh, okay. when it comes to watching wrestling. And the Attitude Era was phenomenal, and it, however much stroke he had with that. But then when I, unfortunately, what you think about now, when I think about the name Vince Russo, when it comes up, is I think about WCW Greed in 2001 or something like that, like a really bad, bad, just, I don't know. Right right now, I don't know what the hell's going on right now with him. I haven't read a lot. I, I know he supposedly, quote, parted ways again with TNA. But, like, does that does it matter at this point? You know what I mean? Like, how much stroke did he have? How much if, – if he was actually the creative genius he used to be, maybe TNA would, you know, be a little bit more interesting to watch. And I'm not talking about just the, the – um, the whatchamacallit, the, uh, the New York shows. You know, before that – you know it. I was on your podcast when you guys talked about a pay-per-view that, that ha- I don't remember exactly which pay-per-view it was, but, I, you know, that people just couldn't get into. And, and the finishes of matches were weird. And, like, so who's writing this shit? You know what I mean? So if he leaves, I'm sure he'll be back. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. It, it's weird. I, I try, again, I, I do this podcast, and I, and I love professional wrestling, and, and I, I, I can, you know, I don't like shitting on anything because that's where I want to be. You know what I mean? I want to work for TNA. I want to work for P- uh, PWS, uh, WWE. You know what I mean? Those are those are the goals. So it's hard to shit on them. But as far as like, you know, how I feel about all this stuff with Mike Johnson and, and Spike, and again, I know for a fact that somebody in TNA right now, one of the higher ups, said that to negotiate a deal with Spike, they hired an outside agency. Okay, this is what I was told today. They they hired an outside agency to negotiate a new deal. Now, once things started going sour, um, emails were sent. Uh, people, little Mark boys uh, on TMZ got a hold of this somehow. And they were the ones to break the story to guys like, you know, the dirt sheet writers about, oh, Spike's done. Spike's done. And no, all it was is it's in anything else. It's not just professional wrestling. It's anything. A negotiation takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. You know what I mean? So, so because the things got heated, people started reporting, oh, it's out. It's over. You know, it's, it's, it's all done. So... I, I don't know. Again, I, 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 hear, I hear what I hear, and I'm just like, okay, okay, we'll see what happens. You know, nobody's closing any doors, so forget it. Well, TMZ does have quite a few wrestling fans on staff there. I know that they're always trying to get, uh, you know, any, anything they can with wrestling, which, which, I mean, is good and bad because they're, they're probably the only, I guess if you want to really call them a real media outlet that, you know, consistently runs wrestling stories, and I guess, you know, you overhear like, oh, Spike doesn't want to talk to TNA anymore. Well, I, you know, I, I guess it's something to put out there, and it also puts people in a panic because, you know, a lot of fans, you know, in 2001, remember that we went from three companies to one company in the span of like two weeks, and it was all, it was all like the same situation. Like WCW could have still been in existence, but when they took TV out from under, you know, it was worth pennies on the dollar. So. Yeah. I think it just, you know, 13 years later, it conjures up. And, of course, you know, New York tapings aside, TNA's always got a bad rep, you know. Uh, you, you sometimes, 
you know, you see a couple of glimmers of hope, and everybody's like, ah, well, it's still TNA. They're just going to fuck it up the next week. And, you know, yeah. fortunately or unfortunately, they always found a way to do that. So, you know, it's really easy to jump on the bandwagon when you hear, oh, TNA doesn't have Spike anymore, you know. So I understand I understand that, and I get the game, you know. It is what it is. But uh, at least they gave us something to talk about this week, right? Yeah, I mean, that's usually <laughs> we, how it works. We, 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 so uh, let me ask you this. If um, if this wrestling thing doesn't work out, will you be signing with Vivid Video as well? Vivid Video? Oh, you didn't hear about Buff Bagwell? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, all right, now, yeah, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. If it wasn't for TNA pretending to go out of business, that would have been the big story of the week. <laughs> Poor Jesus Buff. He Christ. gets shit on even after wrestling. Dude, I tell you what, I met this guy like three times. It was so hard to like look at him in the face and like not just like ask him about the other stuff, you know. But like I never did, never got around to it. But yes, I heard, I heard little tidbits of of this other shit going on. <laughs> but yes, if wrestling doesn't work out, yes, that's my next call. I will try my very hardest <laughs> to get into that realm of business. So. <laughs> Well, I, well, I won't I won't take up too much of your time, man, because I, I guess i got to go watch Impact at this point, either that or whatever cartoon on Nickelodeon my kid's watching. But if you really want to laugh at some Buff Bagwell stuff, I don't know I don't know if you know the history between uh, my show, which is The Shining Wizards, shiningwizards.com, cheap plug on your expense. <laughs> I um, plug you guys every yeah, week. We, did, we, uh, we did an episode uh, quite a while ago with Buff Bagwell, and all you got to do is Google Buff Bagwell Shining Wizards, and you'll find the entire story that – Every major wrestling website, even Eric Bischoff got involved on it. Jesus and, uh, yeah, it, it's very interesting. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So if you get a chance, just Google I that. I definitely will. And, uh, I'm going to check that out. Spend some, spend some quality time reading about our boy Buff Bagwell. <laughs> I, I will do. Will do. All right, Tony, man. Thanks for uh, calling in and keeping me company for a little bit, brother. Dave, thanks for having me on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. Later, I'll brother. Talk to you later. Later. That's Tony from the Shining Wizards uh, podcast. Go check them out, shiningwizards.com, right? Yeah, that has to be it. If not, check them out on Facebook, uh, the Shining Wizards little network. I was a guest on their show once upon a time. That's what really gave me the itch to get into this whole podcasting thing because I wanted to talk and have you people listen and shit on my podcast and all that good stuff. We got another call, our 201 number. You're on with Thursday Night Destruction. Who do I got? Dave, I just wanted to tell you, the Cowboys suck. All right, so with that being said, who who is this? It's your fucking bro date from this afternoon. Oh, my bro date, Travis. What's going on? <laughs> like, fucking oh, asshole. What's going on, dude? I so I was, I was supposed to... Oh, did you... I thought you were supposed to go see uh, the Galaxy shit. I am en route to see the Big Rich right now. Oh, birthday boy. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, cool. Yeah. We're, we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> Yeah, we will leave it at that because God forbid anybody else listens, right? But uh, yeah, I was putting over uh, Hercules, man. It was fucking bad ass. It was fucking awesome, dude. I told my brother, I was like, "Yo, you gotta go see it." Uh, so. That could be that could be a potential go see it twice movie. Like, and I don't see movies twice nowadays because everything's so goddamn expensive. However, because of my stubs card, how much did I pay for that? It was pretzel nuggets and a coke. A dollar twenty-five, sir. Dollar twenty-five, son. That's how you save money. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's how you own shit. That's how you own shit. Exactly. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, hey, go enjoy that movie and let me know how it is and how bad Batista's acting is and shit. Oh, he's fucking terrible. I can tell you that already. 
<laughs> almost as bad as Triple H and Bleed Three. Oof! Wow. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad actually. That, that's what got him started, and they got him booked on that movie, The Chaperone. So you know, Triple H was going places and in the uh, movie. Yeah, exactly. At least he's not the Marine. <laughs> At least he's not the Marine. You're right. What are they up to? Like five or six now, right? And the Miz is the Marine now. Yeah, almost as many as the Sharknados. Almost, almost. All right, brother. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. All right, brother. Bye. Later. My friend Travis, he's the one who saw the Hercules movie with me this afternoon, uh, which is badass. I keep putting it over and over and over and over. And uh, I'm getting my group text now between Brett and Evan and Rich. They don't shut up. What? I'm getting death there. Are you hungry? I'm starving too. All right. I think I'm going to get eggs. <laughs> I'm an eggs guy now. I, I, every day I wake up and I go to the gym and I have the workout of workouts and then I'll come home and I'll take all this fucking proteins and mass gainers and this and that and I'm like, this is the best workout day ever and then what do you want for dinner? And it's ziti or it's pizza or it's eggs or I don't know. It's never never good. But yeah, so with that being said, this show has been awesome i loved having Redbeard on um and along with mitchell m3 brett <laughs> brett says oh my god he's sending me fireworks oh it's thursday right there's fireworks on the beach at point pleasant for anybody who's interested you'll miss it by the time that you get there but um the extra guys were awesome it's good to hear their story I, I was actually kind of curious to know how it all came about uh this is their second run they had uh, uh which I'm well, John Redbeard had a partner before, blew out his back, now that I'm hearing this tonight for the first time. Um, and then Mitchell took the ball, ran with it, and those guys are lights out funny. So, um, yeah, so that's the wrestling stuff. Quick little tidbits sports-wise, in case anybody actually cares. Uh, I, I mentioned it before, the trade deadline for baseball came and went. Yankees did nothing. John Lester went to Oakland. That pretty much guarantees them a spot in the pennant game. Um and then, obviously, the John Lynch stuff, John Lynch, uh, not John Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, ended his holdout today with the Seahawks. So, obviously, greedy little bastard is going to get a little couple more millions of dollars added to his contract so he can go start practicing. Um, David Price is with the Tigers now, so check out them towards the postseason. So, now it's just the, the stars are aligning for the Yankees not to make a, a push at all for this uh, upcoming postseason. And it's sad. Because, uh, you know, Derek Jeter's final season, and maybe they make the playoffs, maybe. And if they do, it'll be great. But how deep can they possibly go? I mean, depending on, uh, you know, depending on who, I mean, the trade deadline came and went. So now it's kind of, it is what it is. So now they didn't make any moves. They brought somebody in from the Red Sox. They brought somebody in from Arizona. So they didn't make any big, significant splashes. They're losing pitchers to injury. So how good can you possibly get with no pitching? I don't know. It remains to be seen. I will be there Tuesday night, my first Yankee game of the season, probably my last. I can I, I can only tolerate big crowds for such short amount of time with the, with the old injury here. It gets annoying. Went to a dive bar, not dive bar, but a place called Jake's up north, and they took all the stools away, and then I had to stand the whole time. And I'm like, I can't deal with this shit. So, yeah, with that being said, I'll end it a little early tonight just because, uh, you know, I don't like dead air and I don't like not talking about anything. So 
If you're in the Atlantic City area tomorrow, come find me. I'll be at the Revel Casino gambling the money that I don't have away. And um, I don't know if Richie got his passes into anything, so it might just be at a local bar. I don't know. Whether I'm going solo or not, I don't know yet. We'll find out. Find out later. And uh, this weekend, hopefully the weather's nice. I was supposed to go back on the boat, which was freaking awesome. That boat ride was great. Evan got way too drunk as as totally expected <laughs> so um yeah that that's that so i'm just looking at uh little tidbits on the old wire here again not going to bore you with some dead air so we'll take it home and uh i will see you guys next week again uh rest in peace to my boy zig today an anniversary of his passing and tuesday again it gets all kind of shaky with me because it's you know if I'm correct, eight years since I lost my best friend. Uh, so it's been a while. So, But, again, he's the reason why I have the theme song I do. He's the reason why I got into professional wrestling. He was supposed to be my tag team partner. And, you know, his name, his initials are stitched onto my glove, so he's with me at all times and uh, prevents me from anything catastrophic happening. And I'm not talking about routine, weird injury, crazy freak thing. I'm talking about just keeping me safe. So, Johnny Boy... I'll play my theme song and our theme song to head us out. And uh, we'll dedicate a big portion of next week's show to you. We'll have some family members call in, some friends, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, see you guys later.